Hey guys, my name is Haley Grove, and I'm a big believer that dance can be the thing you love most in life, but it can't be your life. Not if you want to have a sustainable career. I want to explore and highlight some of the things that dancers do outside of the studio. What fuels your creativity? What keeps you grounded? What are your other passions outside of dance that make you, you? So that's what I'm here to talk about. Dancers doing the stuff they love. Let's dive in. Hello everyone, welcome back to Dancers Doing Stuff. My name is Haley and this is crazy. This is the 30th interview um, that I did. So who would have thought that I would have 30 people agree to talk to me? How cool. I know it's a little wonky because I restarted and, and made season two start at the beginning of the year. So season one is going to be pretty small, but this has just been so cool. I know that, you know, out there listening, it's it's a small audience and I'm so, so grateful for everyone who listens to this show. Um, and wow, like 30 episodes, that's 30 people who I've asked to talk to me and they've given me an hour of their time. And then you guys have given me an hour of your time listening, which is just so cool. So hopefully we can keep growing and have a million episodes and a million listeners and a million hours of content. Um, that would be so, so cool. But uh, my episode today was with Kessie. She is just amazing. She actually just put out a new video of her choreography on Instagram. So definitely check out uh, Kessography. All of the information is in the show notes, but definitely check it out. Her and my friend Addie are dancing in it and they look so great. I am so in awe of them and just everyone who's been a guest on this show. I don't know. I'm just very feeling very lucky because I'm surrounded by so many talented, awesome, nice, genuine people. So I don't know. I just, I'm feeling very grateful and grateful to have this platform and to be able to speak with you guys and, and reach whoever is out there. Um, and on that topic, I guess, um, of community. Yeah, that's how I'm going to connect it. Um, I would love to shout out my two patrons so far, Sophie and Karen. You guys are the most amazing people ever. Um, the Patreon is really cool. There's a lot of perks and dance classes and stretch classes that I want to get going. Um, but the main thing besides helping me support this show um, and, you know, paying for software and for fees and all these things that come with running a show. Uh, the main reason that I want to have the Patreon is so that when we get to 100 patrons, I will be donating $1 per patron to a dancer every month who has a creative project that needs help being funded. So that means if we have 100 patrons, we will have $100 to go to someone um, because there's been so many times where I've had creative ideas and I haven't done it simply because I didn't have the money to hire a videographer or, you know, didn't edit my reel or get new headshots or something. I mean, money is just such 
an issue, especially with this pandemic, and the arts are super, super hurting, and we are starting to get back, which means things are safer and people can do more things, but it also means that a lot of people have been out of work, and to kind of jump into this industry and to get back into things, you know, it is, it's a privilege to be able to be an artist. Um, A lot of the times, you have to pay to train. And I could go on and on about that. So if that's something that you are interested in helping out and just being a part of this community, um, once we get to 100 patrons, I want to be able to use the Patreon community to pick and nominate and, you know, decide who gets the money every month. Um, So I'm just feeling very excited and hopeful and gracious today. And this intro has gone on so, so long. So let's just get into this episode because Cassie is amazing. Hey guys, welcome back to Dancers Doing Stuff. I am so, so excited for today's episode. I know I say that all the time, but I am really excited. The craft is really fun and my guest is like just such an amazing dancer and more importantly an amazing human she's hilarious she always makes me laugh she was one of the first people I actually got to see when like we were allowed to go outside and it was like such an honor to get to go to Harlem Public with her and hang out and just like laugh for the first time in a million years so besides her being a great person she is not only the best person but let me read her bio because it is also very cute so kessie is a native new yorker and started her dance training at the ailey school until she went on to receive her bfa at the university of the arts as a dance major she got signed to her agency msa in 2015 and one year later she booked her first gig dancing for beyonce at the 2016 vma awards Like, what? That is so cool. I didn't even know that that was your first job. (laughs) She then went on to dance with other artists and growing as an artist herself. She is now a choreographer and aspires to be a creative dance director, directing major projects through her brand, Kessography. And also, she didn't mention, but she's a great rapper, and we're going to get into that too because I am obviously miserable at words. I can't even read. And she can just rap and Keenan's in the audience too and he and her have like the best rap battles ever it's one of the things I miss the most about pre-quarantine life so as always we have to share a video and this is actually some of Kessie's choreography it is so good she always styled cute videography direction everything is great so let's check it out Because this is a podcast, you can't see the video, but trust me, it is great. After the episode, make sure you head over to Essentially Haley on YouTube or Dancers Doing Stuff on Instagram so that you can check it out. But while I have you here, let's hear from our sponsor. If anyone out there is looking to start a podcast but doesn't know where to begin, I have a great tip for you. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. It's actually what I'm using right now. Anchor is free to use, and there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. They distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and a ton of other places. Another cool thing is you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Everything you need to make a podcast is right in one place. Seriously, it's so easy. My first ever episode I recorded sitting in my closet, talking to my phone in the dark. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. 
Like, isn't that just the best? Go follow her page. Go follow her everything. Don't leave the live, though. Keep watching. But after, go check her out because she's amazing. Okay, with that, let's bring her in. Let me give her a big round of applause. Round of applause. Yay! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Of course, of course. I knew I had to have you on as soon as I got the idea for this show. Um, so let's jump into the craft because okay. we we're actually like smart and tested it beforehand and like made sure that we knew what we were doing. So it's this new like TikTok trend. It's like you paint CDs and you can like, I mean, honestly, you could do whatever you want with them afterwards. You can hang them in windows, which looks cute. And we've learned a lot about CDs just through testing it. Apparently, the foil of a CD is not on the bottom, which I tried to scratch off many times, forgetting (laughs) every single time, but apparently it's the top. And so now I have to research and figure out how CDs work because I don't understand. Like, my brain is blown. How does your computer write it? Like, I just don't get it. I don't get it. But we're gonna we're gonna try to make something and who knows what we're gonna we're gonna do so basically what you have to do is scratch like a little bit on the top not the bottom because apparently it took me four times to remember that I already started one so oh yeah that looks good so basically you you do a little scratch I don't know if you guys can see the light from my I'm like a real influencer here we go um but then you take some tape And you basically just like rip it off. This might be like a little ASMR, I don't know. So basically, boom. So you just do that and then you just paint it whatever you want. I'm not really sure what I'm gonna do for my design. What are you thinking? Um, I don't know. I don't wanna say what I think it should be and then it doesn't look like that. So (laughs) I feel that, I feel that. (laughs) I think we'll just all be surprised. Yeah, I love it. A little mystery for our for our Wednesday. So I think I'm gonna use one of the ones that I already did just so that I'm not like slapping this. I know uh, Keenan just said this craft is hard and we did a painting craft when Keenan was on and his was, is a, it was a little easier. All we had to do was paint a frame. So this one is like, we have to prepare our, our surface before we paint. But right. while we do this, I would love to know a little bit about your dance background, your history, where you started dancing. Give the audience the story of Kessie. Hey audience, here's my story. Okay. (laughs) Well, um, I basically, I got put in dance classes at the Ailey School when I was like six years old. And um, yeah, from then on, like I stayed there until... I went to college actually, but I also went to a performing arts high school, Talent Unlimited High School. And um, then from there, I didn't know if I wanted to run track or uh, dance professionally still. So, oh, lies. Before I went to high school, I didn't know if I wanted to run track or dance professionally or go to a performing arts high school. That's how I ended up at Talent Unlimited High School. And then from there, I went to the University of the Arts in Pennsylvania, and they have a great dance program there, um, very diverse. However, I didn't get like a lot of like audition training or anything from there. Like I had to pretty much do that on my own. 
but it helped once I got signed to my agent in 2015 because they sent me on a lot of auditions. So yeah, and then after that, I just you know kept dancing. Um, my first job was Beyonce, <laughs> not to toot my own horn. It's just facts. So and, cool. Um, <laughs> no, but yeah, so that and then I just after that, um, after that was on my resume, I just kept booking things. And now, you know, I have great friends in the dance industry like Keenan, who like inspire me very much um, with dance and choreography. So now, you know, I'm choreographing and creative directing and I love it. That's so awesome. I didn't realize that you went to UArts. That is such a cool program. I know a lot of yeah. cool people who've come out of that program. I know um, one of the teachers I took when I first got here was Mark Caserta. I think he might have gone Mark Caserta. I love him. I actually moved his car once. Oh my god. <laughs> he's he's like dance dreams. He's like he's perfection. Really great. Yeah, that's so awesome. So you had a really you you trained in like all styles then like you're yeah you can do everything i mean i'm obsessed with this contemporary video that you posted a while ago every time it resurfaces i'm just like obsessed so i think that it's so awesome and i wonder do you think that like your ballet and modern training has helped you in heels i know that that's like something people say it hasn't helped me but I don't know, because you're also such an amazing heels dancer as well. So I'm like, I need all the tips you've got because I need help. Well, I definitely think that um, technique, technical training, ballet um, is great for heels just because like your lines, you know, but also like you're not working the same muscles exactly. So it could be hard just going from ballet to heels, but you have to have like control also, you know, the core, everything. So I feel like hip hop training as well as ballet training, like combined makes you a really great heels dancer. Yeah, so. I need I need a lot of help with that. And I, I need <clears throat> practice. But <laughs> so what has been your favorite dance opportunity? It doesn't have to be like a paid job, but just since mm -hmm. you started being kind of in the professional dance world, what has been your favorite experience? My favorite experience actually was something like super simple, not simple, but it was revolutionary for me. But I got asked by a friend who I actually went to college with, who was um, an acting major, but she also like directs and everything. And she was working on like this off-Broadway situation or whatever with Tay Diggs as the choreographer which who knew that he choreographs and he does it pretty well. I mean, wow. you know, he uses the, <laughs> the tools and everything and got it done. But um, <laughs> no shade, but um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I got asked to be a part of that as a dancer, but I also like ended up having a speaking role. It was like two words, maybe three, but I was in it and I was like around all these actors too. So I got super inspired about acting. So now I'm like in a million acting classes. <laughs> so there's that. And I really, I really liked that job. I met a lot of great people. Wow, that's And so it was, cool. I think it was unpaid, yeah, so. Yeah, there's there's so much talk about like, you know, making sure that you're, you're not getting, doing jobs that you're not getting paid for and, and dancers not getting paid. But sometimes there are situations like that, it sounds like, that it actually is beneficial and you learn a lot and have a good experience, even if it's not paid, but it's kind of finding that 
that line, which I feel like you probably do really well because you're always involved in so many different things, whether it's a mm. concept video or job or modeling or anything I know. What are some of your Did other... Did you call me a model? You are a model. You're a model. Don't let anyone Thank tell you, you anything else. <laughs> All right. what are some what was the vmas like that was your first big job how did that even happen like that that must have been wild to be your first job what was that experience like it was so crazy like the whole experience was crazy and my anxiety was going everywhere and i'll tell you why um so when i first heard about it it like we didn't know what it was my agent didn't even know what it was she just like knew that the choreographers needed like some dancers or whatever for a skeleton crew, which is when the artist has like dancers come in and they'll workshop choreography before the actual rehearsal for the show. And um, yeah, so I got invited to do that. My agent was like, I think it's Beyonce. But <laughs> but so we do the skeleton crew, but that doesn't mean that like I booked the job. So it's like, there's a whole bunch of girls here. Like, well, not a whole bunch. It was quite less than the actual performance it was about like 14 girls and um we're all like workshopping all this choreo all of it like just every piece every idea of it and it was quite draining and then like one day Beyonce came in and everybody was like doing their makeup and I was just like oh my god was I supposed to like do my makeup today like I didn't know you didn't know she was coming Beyonce should have gotten done up for you. That's what I was thinking. So I was really confused. <laughs> I was really confused. So everybody was like getting all done up and stuff. I was like, my dancer will do the talking. Little did I know that like, you know, in the industry, you should like look very presentable. But like you learn a lot along the way. This was my first yeah. job ever, like getting paid as a dancer. Wow. It was really crazy. So yeah, so... After that, we didn't. We assumed that we were gonna be doing the VMAs, but he didn't let anybody know until like I didn't find out from my agent until four o'clock in the morning, the day of the first rehearsal. What? Yeah. So that, was it like on out, purpose? Do you think like to be secretive because like Beyonce is such a probably, big deal? Honestly, probably because like they used so many girls, like they used all of us, and um. I'm just like, what was the point of that? Because honestly, I, my anxiety was not built for that. Yeah. It's but like yeah, that's so that beyond really even just dancing. It's like mm-hmm. you're like a spy, a dance spy almost, <laughs> like undercover <laughs> secret agent dancer. And you, But you also like signed like these NDAs and stuff. So like you can't say anything regardless. So I don't yeah. really know what the purpose of that was. Because like people came from out of town to like, like my friend, who booked the job as well, she was staying with me. But we didn't know if we booked the job. So like she left to go back to Philly and then finds out at four o'clock in the morning also and like missed the first day of rehearsal because of that. Oh so, my God. you know. Wow. And then what was it like? I, I can't even like imagine live performance. It seems like such a distant memory, but what was the whole like performance experience like being on stage? They're like so many people, cameras, everything. First of all, it happened so fast. Like I, that's when I learned to really appreciate the journey a lot more than the destination because that performance went by so fast. Like all I can remember was just screaming, okay, ladies, 
now let's get information and like did that and that's like the only thing that I can really just like remember my eyes seeing but um I did take it all in in the moment it was really crazy I was sweating I get anxiety sweat so I was sweating (laughs) Um, what was the costume what did you guys have to wear we wore latex like so that's not good if you're sweaty (laughs) it's not good period it's like a swim cap on your body oh no literally but that's that's what I learned that like Beyonce be wearing all these things to get her and like you know all her dancers and stuff like you know wear these things that are like they look they make your body look really good but they're she has all the secrets she yeah keeps all the secrets and has all the secrets and you know what that's why Beyonce is Beyonce truly history maker <laughs> mm-hmm well, I think it's time for our very first game, and this game, the audience watching can definitely interact with, so it's time for <laughs> Would You Rather? <laughs> so if you are in the comments, yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to be like James on his, his summer show that I wish would come back uh, with his soundboard, oh. but <laughs> let's get some questions so if you are watching live definitely comment and let us know what i can't you would rather by the way you can't oh my gosh there's Mm -hmm. so many awesome ones okay before we start the game let me share some of the comments for you so we have it's on the side yes okay but here's some comments from keenan he's sharing the day of the vmas y'all was telling us dancing with a new artist the lies lol nda (laughs) and my siri (laughs) tried to join with that one You are, and you did that really awesome commercial. That was good that you brought that up. The fitness commercial. Wait, before we get into the game, I want to know about that. That was great. That was so crazy because I did two fitness commercials. So you not only are you a model, you're a fitness model, which is like, whoa. You do it all. I guess (laughs) they there was like uh sometimes my agent will like hit me up and ask me like are you good at this? Are you good at that? There was one where she asked me if I was good at cycling, which now I, I'm on the Peloton all the freaking time. But back <laughs> then, like, no. So I'm like with my friend out eating after we just got back from an audition. And she's just like, say yes, it's super easy. It's super easy. Okay. So <laughs> I said yes. And she was like, so do you know how to clip in your shoes and everything? And I'm like, yeah, of course. Like she said, just say yes. And also I said yes. And um, then she was just like, are you sure you'll be good to like, you know, go in and do it? I'm like, of course. So I go into the audition or whatever. I look the part. Okay. Like I look like See, I See, you're a fitness model. Okay. But <laughs> <laughs> so then uh, I had to like put on the shoes and like walk over to the bike and um, pretend I'm like looking at something on my phone, get on. And then he's like, if you have a problem, like clipping, clipping in, we'll just cut and, you know, we'll, we'll help you out. And I was just like, okay. So I did that. I got to the bike and then I said, cut. <laughs> I said, cut. Cause I was just like, <laughs> because they weren't cutting and I'm over here just struggling so oh, no. I'm, I get, I'm finally on the bike. I'm grooving, whatever. I don't really know, like, where to put my hands, but I guess I figured it out. And um, that they told me to, like, turn up the resistance and everything, and I'm just, like, sweating, and 
I was really working out. You were really working out. They were like, your acting is great. I was like, child, I'm not acting. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not acting. But hey, it booked me the job. It was a really, it was a fun one too. I met great people on that set. But that was a long, that was a long shoot. That was a 12 hour shoot. Did you have to ride the bike for 12 hours? Well, not for 12 hours. I had to get on and off the bike. And I was like sweating and then not sweating. And then like hair and makeup will come over to me and spray fake sweat on me. So I'm freezing and then I'm hot and then I'm freezing and then I'm hot. So crazy. But hey, I hope they got the shot. They did. You looked like a real a real bike workouter. What is like the bike? Bike rider seems wrong. Like a, a cyclist? That's what it is. Maybe. Yeah, I love that. Okay, Mm -hmm. well, it's time. Let's get into our would you rathers. So definitely, if you're watching live, comment what you would rather. Some of them are kind of funny. Okay. Oh, this one's kind of gross. Okay. Would you rather wear the same piece of unwashed underwear for the rest of your life or (laughs) (laughs) have a swarm of moths for hair? (laughs) This is a hard one. You can literally never wash your underwear again <laughs> or your hair is moths. I have to wear these underwear. Yeah, every day. I can't take them off. I can't just... No. I'm. You can't wash them either. doesn't say anything about swimming in them, but no washing. Oh my God, somebody just mentioned another job that I did, which is... We got to talk about that later. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> that was the best one. <laughs> Um, I was like, okay, so I'm gonna do the undies because no, because I'm thinking of how I can put like a wig on top of the moths and yeah, because it would it would like the wig would like fly away. It would be like or like get eaten. Oh yeah, true. Moths eat things, right? I don't know. It's like thread or something that they eat. I'm not really sure. Oh yeah, gross. But there's thread in the wigs. Oh true. Yeah no, moths. Yeah, I think you'd just have to commit to the underwear and then like I don't know. I don't know how you would deal with that, but. Okay. Oh, this one's kind of funny that it matched up like this. Would you rather never be able to open your mouth or never be able to close your eyes? (laughs) Never be able to close my eyes. (laughs) (laughs) And you wouldn't be able to eat if if your mouth was like, yeah, no. And like, I hope you would still be able to blink though because that would look pretty weird if your eyes were just like, always like this like yeah but I guess if if you would you would be okay like without having your eyes my eyes would my eyes would probably just dry out oh true you'd have to invest in some eye drops yeah I would have to like have neither is great neither is a great option (laughs) okay last one I hope it's a good one I'm gonna really dig in the in the deck Let's see, let's see. Okay. Ooh, these are long. Oh my god. Oh, I have a feeling I know the answer to this one. Okay. Would you rather have to make every decision in your life by rolling a dice and accepting the consequences or have to spend every other month walking around naked in public? I mean, honestly, anyone would work for me. Um, But I would say the dice because... Um, I'm just gonna make my own dice. And it's all good options. All good options. <laughs> That's smart. That's a good workaround. I thought you were gonna pick the naked one because as we've discussed, you are a model. So <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Well, 
Before we get into passions outside of dance, tell me about this panda job that our friend here commented in the comments. I want to know. I want to know. I'm not supposed to like, I wasn't supposed to like talk about the panda at one point, but the panda is no longer like a thing on the show. Oh my gosh. I know what this is. Oh my goodness. Okay, go, go, go. I have to do. Okay, so. Hashtag the panda is a panda on the Jimmy Fallon show. Let me get it right. (laughs) It's a nice show with Jimmy Fallon. And um, I basically had to do a submission tape for it. They sent me a video of the panda doing all these crazy movements and everything. Like it was cracked out. It was crackhead the panda, not (laughs) hashtag the panda. So I'm just like, I could do this. So I play the music that they sent me and I'm over here just like going crazy or whatever. And like just in your regular clothes, like they didn't send you a panda outfit. They didn't send me one. So I was a little disappointed, but you know, so I'm over here just like energized doing whatever I have to do these weird shapes and everything. And um, I go, my mom said naked is what she meant. But anyway, I so they, I got a call back. So I go in with like eight other people and we actually have to put on the panda suit in like the basement of like NBC Studios or something. And like we put it on. We did the same thing that we did in our submission tape, except with the the, the suit on. However, we had notes like there was actual technique behind who knew that this I thought that panda was just like an intern that they forced to get into panda who knew that it was like this involved process it was at that point I think it was like a writer on the show who like wrote that part who's like I'm just gonna do this and they wanted somebody actually to like do it I don't think he wanted to do it anymore so I um yeah so I got that job that was a good job because I I was in that building for only a few hours and I was out and it was fun. Yeah. I was a sweaty mess underneath though. It was quite hot in there. And I don't know why, I didn't know what to do with my hair underneath that thing, but I had a bun and it made it kind of like uncomfortable and I couldn't really see out the eyes like correctly. So I was kind of just like, you know, just finding my way. Blind <laughs> panda. Wow, that is crazy. That is so funny. That is, I mean, Beyonce and Panda. That is good. Is that in your dance reel? Yes, ma'am. Oh my gosh, amazing. (laughs) I think it's hilarious that it's in there too. That, oh my gosh, I I would have that as just just my reel. That would be all I sent out if that was what I... I always forget about that job, too. It's really crazy. Amazing. Well, people are loving the panda in the comments. I'm so very, very glad that you shared that with me and didn't let it get get lost in the comments. So what are some of your other passions outside of dance? You are, I feel like you're talented at, like, anything you try to do. So tell me what you love to do when you're not dancing and being a panda. Um, I love to, I love acting. Like, that's, like, a passion that I've had for a while that I never really got into until, like, a few years ago. So I've been in a lot of classes, and, like, I've been booking these commercials and stuff. I'm like, I want some lines in these commercials. You know what I'm saying? Truly. Ooh, more lines, more zeros at the end money. of the check. Money, money, Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy the difference of having, like, one line versus dancing in a commercial. I don't think people realize, like 
You could say yeah. two words in a commercial and it's like your rent is paid for a while. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Especially if you like book one that's like a residual, like you get residual checks from, not like just a buyout or anything. Those are great. Oh, I like to write music. I like to I rap. was going to say. Love that. <laughs> yeah. At first, I kind of just, I, I wrote poetry a lot. I still write poetry. I'm going to write a book eventually, but I just want to have a lot of good stuff. So I'm just going to yeah. keep writing until I feel like it's, um, until it's organic for me to actually like, you know, really create a book of, of my poetry. So from there, um, I was just like, let me just start writing, like writing music. So I just started rapping and, um, I actually wanted to write for other rappers. Like I would just wanted to be a ghostwriter because like I don't know if I can like handle the pressure, you know, that these female rappers get. But it's kinda, I think you could. I don't know. Well, that's because you can dance. Me. You're a model, like we've said. You know, the theme is you're a model, so mm-hmm. you could totally be the headliner. You are the artist. You're manifesting, like, fashion week for me, so I appreciate it. Seriously. Um, and Keenan, the king of manifestation, is in the audience, so yep. you know it works. Put it, it on works. a post-it. So, yeah, I wanted to, like, write for other artists, and people just told me, like, I would send stuff to, like, some of my friends who do music, and they're just like, you sound good doing it. So you might as well continue. I was like, okay, whatever. Yeah. So yeah. What is the first like song that you you put out something? Was the first one you put out during quarantine? Was that or was it before? I can't even remember like what time is, but I remember it, you... I'm I'm so flattered that you know. Um, of course, it was during... I'm your biggest fan. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm always following. <laughs> it was definitely at the beginning of quarantine in March. In March, like a wow. year ago. That was yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Same. It is on my Instagram. It's on TikTok and Instagram, I think. I don't know if it's on TikTok. Mm. Well, wherever it is, I'm going to add it to the show notes so people can see that because it's so good. It's not the best, guys, so if you don't want to look at it, it's okay. <laughs> no, I think it's but. great. But, I mean, I'm not really, like, I'm not very knowledgeable about rapping, as you know. I'm really bad at it, so... I thought I thought you were really good that time at Keenan's house warming though. Oh, that's true. We did we did have a rap battle at Keenan's house. We did. That was we the did. peak of my career. That was the peak. Yeah, it was really great. I was so proud of you. <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> so, really what great. other things are you loving to do? It doesn't have to be like something that you want to do professionally, just like some of your passions. Um, I'm starting to like paint a lot actually. It's weird. Uh, but you know just started painting and I didn't know that I can paint so I just like just got inspiration from some things and just started painting and I was just like wow like I actually used to do this in school like watercolors and stuff and I'm like why not I love to paint I like to be by water I'm passionate about being by water like literally it heals me it's healing makes me feel good and it actually inspires me to like you know get things done and um Mm. come up with new ideas for things i love to choreograph are you a water sign yeah me too wait what's your sign i think i know but what do you think it is are you a cancer yep I knew it. I'm Pisces. Yes, Pisces. I love it. I love it. Yes, I'm Cancer Gang. Love it. (laughs) Amazing. Yeah, I I love that. I think 
especially during this quarantine, but I think just in general, I feel like, and one of the reasons I have you on the show is because I personally think that people who live their full life and don't just focus on dance, like clearly you're focused on dance and you're professional and it's your career, but you also know how to be a full human outside of dance and have other passions. And I think that that's one of the reasons why I'm so drawn to watching you as a dancer, because at least from the outside, it feels to me that you are like a full human who knows who they are at least, or is on the journey of knowing who they are and really is like living life. And I think that that shows so much in your dancing and just, it's so inspiring. And and I think having other passions and doing all those things benefits your dancing. And, And that's one of the reasons why I just love watching you move. I appreciate it. I mean, I always feel like, you know, experience like is great to have under your belt, like underneath any type of craft. So it's like, you know, when you see these little girls like dancing all sexy at 11, I'm like, how? You know what I mean? But when you've experienced like, you know, like knowing your body and like growing up and stuff and like, you know how to like really flaunt you know, how to, you know, your own way of finesse and everything like that. It comes out when you're like dancing sexy. So Mm -hmm. yeah, definitely experience and like, yeah, what I said. (laughs) (laughs) I wish I was cool enough to say period and make it sound like, but I feel like that's like a period moment, but I sound, I sound, yeah, there you go. Thank you for doing it for me. (laughs) Okay. And you've also been getting into, I mean, not getting into, but you have been doing a lot of choreography. I'd love to hear about your choreography journey. Um, Well, like I said before, you know, I'm super inspired by my friends, Keenan especially, because honestly, I felt like he took me under his wing, like as soon as I started getting in his class. So like seeing his process, like with choreography really inspired me because Back in the day, I was just, I didn't want to do anything with choreographing. Like I had no, I had no intention of wanting to do that. I was just like, I just want to be on a stage. I just want to perform. But you have like all these dreams of like wanting to perform like other people's stuff. And then you don't like it. You don't like the process. You don't like um, what they're doing. And you get booked for these jobs that are boring. And you have to pretend that you like what you're doing. And I'm just like, well, I'm just going to create what I want to see, what I want to do and um, have a safe space while doing that, you know, in a fun environment. Like I'll get my dancers coffee in the morning or whatever, because obviously I'm not paying them right now. So I just want to pay them in energy. I want to pay them in vibes. I want to pay them in Starbucks because I love Starbucks, honestly. That is a passion like, of yours. That's <laughs> another passion of yours. We need to talk about your love of Starbucks. Yeah. <laughs> I still haven't been to the... Um, that special Starbucks that you've been that you posted, Starbucks Reserve. Yeah, yes. you're the one. You're the first person I ever saw post about that, and I was like, "What is this place? I need to check yeah. it out." I went there for the first time with my cousin Jade, and because we both love uh, Starbucks and coffee, period. So we were just like, "Let's go on a coffee date," and we went there, and I was just like, "This place is a freaking mall." There's like a gift shop. There's two level. Well, there's like I think there's three levels. There's a bar. I was like, wow, if I was really planning to like, you know, spend money and get wasted off of some like uh, whiskey and Starbucks together, then (laughs) I would be down. But I had no idea that was there. It was really crazy. That's so cool. Well, it is time for our second game. It's less of a game and more of just 
questions. <laughs> it's a game because we don't know what we're going to get. So these are <laughs> loosely color-coded by, like, thing. Um, some of them are funny. Some of them are deep. So if anything is too deep, you can always pass. We can always take a new one. Um, okay. But it's just a fun way to get to know you a little bit more. So I'm going to randomly pick. I love these comments, by the way. Shout out to I the know. family. Seriously. Let me see <laughs> what we've got here. I want to okay. make sure. And... All right, here we go. We've got the questions. Okay, I've got the answers. Ooh, I feel like we're starting mm -hmm. a song. We're starting a rap. Yep, hits only. <laughs> okay, pick a color. Uh, pink. All right, what is the weirdest dream you've ever had? Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> what? Um, okay. I can see you reliving it in your face. Right. Because there's, no, there's so many, so I'm, like, not trying to, like, smash them all together. Are you, like, a vivid dreamer? When I do, yes. And I wake up shook because I'm, like, it feels so real. Like, there was this one dream that I had, and it was about a girl, and, like, it made me not like her. So I woke up, and, like, I never spoke to her again. Like, still to this day? Yeah, I mean, we weren't that cool before, but we went to <laughs> camp together. So, like, I just I just had, like, weird feelings towards her ever since that dream. Oh, my God. <laughs> But um, the weirdest dream, oh my God. It was something along the lines of like, I like climbed a bridge, but then I got in a car and it was just so, I couldn't even tell you. Like an action packed dream. It was quite action packed. I was falling a lot. And I used to have this dream app where like, I would like go in and like type in keywords of like what these things mean. Cause they're not really as literal as you think. So mm. I used to go on the dream app and like see, you know, what's going on with my with my insides. Ooh, interesting, interesting. I'm gonna have to look up that app. Okay. I wish I, I wish I had a better color. answer. No, I I can I can sense the wildness of the dream. Yeah, there's just so many weird dreams. Uh, I'm gonna go with yellow. What horror fiction character scares you the most? For me, all of them. I'm terrified of every scary movie ever, mostly thanks to Keenan. Um, that role that Lupita played in what oh, is it, Us? Us with the oh my god, that movie terror. Yeah. I people were like, it's not a scary movie, and I saw it in theaters, and I was freaked out. Listen, there are there are a lot of scary movies out here, right? But they're all about like these like fictional like scary things that just come at you or whatever and I'm just like okay that's all you got but that's not what really scares me in real life what scares me is if another Kessie talking like this pops <laughs> up in front of my face and is trying to kill me like that is what scares me so oh my god and not the voice right too <laughs> oh my god see you're an actor Stop. you're an actor and a model <laughs> okay next one um i mean i have to pick them all so might as well just you choose oh my gosh i get to choose no one's ever let me choose before okay i'm gonna pick purple because that's my favorite color what do you okay. love most about yourself there's so many things um i i love my energy i love like my ability to like love and give people the benefit of the doubt like I have space for that um 
but I guess that goes into like, you know, my energy and like, I like my ability to grow as a human. I like when I um, decide I wanna do something that I, I actually do it and follow through um, until I'm really good at it. So um, I do like that. Those I love things. that answer, that was amazing. Okay, mm. last one of these. Has life okay. been hard on you so far? Mm. Yes, final answer. <laughs> Next, yes. we can move on yeah. now. <laughs> but I think that you're very good at dealing with whatever comes your way. So yeah, at least you appear no. to be. So <laughs> Yeah, that's where the strong black woman like phrase comes from. Really? Mm. Yeah. But we're not gonna get into that. Yeah, that could be a whole other a whole other podcast, a whole other episode. Honestly. <laughs> Honestly. But yes, life has been hard, but life has been great. Life has great rewards from all of those lessons, I swear. Yeah. And I'm still like seeing the fruits of that labor. So it's been hard. Well, our last question is, what brings out your most creative self? My most creative self, besides a little bit of Cabernet, I would say, um... Let's see. My most creative self, I would, hmm. I'm just inspired by so much, you know, like that contributes to my creativeness, creativity. Um, Literally like the rain right now, you know, like that, that inspires me. Like, like I said before, being by water um, really like gets me in the mindset of like, you know, just trying to, uh, I don't even know the word, trying to just like find another way of expressing myself like I I get those uh thoughts in my head when I'm around um water uh so yeah I probably say like being about around water and like just like the energies around me because people take for granted especially I hope everybody knows how much they took for granted um before COVID because being outside and this sun coming out now that is getting my creative juices flowing I tell you yeah. It's great. Do you have I didn't any? Want to do anything. Yeah, definitely. Do you have any any things coming up that people can check out? Definitely, where they can find you. Do you have any choreography videos coming out soon? Well, there's always something coming up soon. But <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm working on a few things. But um, I'm definitely, like I said, you know, like the sun and stuff inspires me. It just got sunny again. So I'm getting back in the studio, going to like, you know, create some things, some content for the people. And that's going to be soon. Don't have a date. Don't save one. Um, <laughs> but it'll come <laughs> right on time. <laughs> so yeah, so when it's meant to come, yeah, it'll be there. <laughs> when it's meant to come. But yeah, you can follow me at um, Castography. K-E-S-S dotography. And that's where you'll find all of my choreography videos and everything that I creatively directed myself. Also, you can check out, you know, just my my life or my internet life, I guess, um, at Kessity, K-E-S-S dot C-I-T-Y. Amazing. <clears throat> and if you like this show, definitely subscribe to the YouTube and check out the podcast. Um, This is kind of like the raw, unedited version, and then I edit it down and create just an audio version that can be found on Apple, Spotify, 
wherever podcasts are it should be there and that is dancers doing stuff so definitely check that out if you haven't already subscribe to this channel and there's also a new patreon which just started shout out to our two patrons so far sophie and karen um thank you so much for being patrons um the patreon is really cool because it helps me make this show but also when i get to 100 patrons i'm going to be starting the dancers dream grant program where per patron i give one dollar per patron uh, to a dancer every month so that they can help create a creative project um, or something so the more patrons the more money i get to give out to people who have a creative dream that they need help funding um so i'm hoping to get that going this year and other than that you can find me on instagram at Haley grove or follow the show at dancers doing stuff and i think that's all the things i have to plug <laughs> thank you so much for being here this was so fun it was great to connect and hopefully we can have some avocado fries sometime in the near future <laughs> yes please Bye-bye. awesome thank you everyone and have a great night thank you Haley. Thank you.